What's up, everybody? Stacy Blackwood here for Tide Talk Live, joined as always by Jake Thomas to discuss Alabama's dominating week one win over Utah State 55 to nothing. Jake, uh, it's Labor Day. How you doing, buddy? Doing good, man. Uh, there's a you know a little bit of rain and some storms around our area, so we're trying to get this in before you know before any kind of electrical issue happens. But I'm glad to be here. I definitely don't want to go back to work tomorrow, though. No, no. Yeah. You know, we uh, we uh, talked about possibly doing a live show after the game, mm-hmm. uh, but the game is so late that it's just hard to do that. I got young kids. Yeah. I got to get them in bed and stuff. So uh, we'll have to save those for games, maybe like the Texas game where it's not, you know, yeah. 10, 1030 at night. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but no, uh, w- before we dive into recapping uh, Alabama's uh, defeat of Utah State, uh, as always, we want to hear from you guys. Uh, tell us what you thought about the game in the comment section. Uh, make sure you like this video. Subscribe to the channel if you're not already. Uh, we continue to climb in our subscribers, and we appreciate that. Uh, but, Jake, let's just not waste much time. Let's just jump into it. What is uh, some of the big takeaways that you had from, from Alabama's win? Uh, I'm going to try to keep keep this short as I can. i got four I want to talk about. Okay. Uh, the Well, four, three of them's uh, players, and then the, the other was like a team stat. Uh, but player-wise, number one, Treshawn Holden is about to have a breakout year, I believe. I mean, I understand this was Utah State, but, I mean, everything that was thrown his way, he pretty much caught, and he looked really good the other night. Number two, um, you know, J.C. Latham. We was worried about right tackle and, and how, he, how he was going to fare. He looked really good the other night, and I'm, I'm, I'm okay with, you know, I, I'm fine with him being at right tackle. He, he looked really good. And I think he's ready to make that next step as well. Number three, uh, it's one guy that everybody talks about, Will Anderson. Dude, I, on when he when he rocked that 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 running back the other night, when it, when it slowed it down, it looked like he looked at the quarterback, made sure he didn't have the ball while he was tackling the guy. You know, I mean, he just had that that quick instinct. He's ready. He's ready to take somebody's head off this year. And, and the last thing, number four. Um, the team, the team stat that I really love, one penalty in the first half for the first unit. That is great to see that they're all in a cohesive unit. They're working well together. You know, I think that was one false start, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. But other than that, now second half when the second and third team got in there, that had some issues. But the first team unit, only one, you know, one penalty. And that's been a big thing you know, for Alabama past, you know, years have been penalties from the first unit. And that's great to see that they're kind of gelling early in that aspect. Yeah, I would say that the the both the first and and first team offense and first team defense played exceptionally well, Jake. I mean, mm-hmm. it was nearly flawless if you think about it. Uh I mean, you know, Bryce Young and Coach Saban talked a little bit about it after the game, but Bryce missed a couple guys. Yeah. Uh, he missed Burton on, on one deep ball. He missed Burton on a corner route. He just mm-hmm. slightly overthrew Treshawn Holden in the back of the end zone, which would have been Treshawn's third touchdown of the game. So But he still uh, caught it. <laughs> yeah, he still caught it. Just uh so yeah, all your points are really, really great. Treshawn Holden, you know, uh, he really showed that he is capable of being a number one receiver. And and also, what I think though about the wide receiver room, Jake, is that there's there's really probably about five or six guys that are really good players. I mean, Jermaine Burton, Kobe mm-hmm. Prentice, Treshawn Holden, Jacoy Brooks, Kendrick Law got in there. Uh, mm-hmm. So there's a there's a lot of young talent there in the wide receiver room. 
and uh, all those guys can make plays. And uh, you even saw, uh, you know, Jameer Gibbs catch a ball. You saw Jace McClellan catch two passes yeah. for touchdowns. So uh, Rodell Williams caught a pass. I mean, there was there was a lot of, uh, I think, eleven different players caught passes from Bryce Young, if I'm not mistaken, in in, in the contest. So mm -hmm. uh, just really incredible. Uh, ball distribution from Alabama, and we talked about that before the game as well. That we you might see that this year, more wide receiver by committee approach from Alabama right. instead of you know two guys really dominating from that position. And you know I was really pleased with the wide receivers. I thought Darian Dalcourt played the best game of his Alabama career from, from the center position. I think he was mm -hmm. named uh, one of the coaches uh, players of the game on offense for Alabama. So uh, just really impressive performance by Alabama that first team offense put up 41 points in the first half uh, really made it look easy there, there wasn't really anything tough for them and Utah State they're not a great defensive team but they cause a lot of issues because of the way they stunt and shoot gaps uh, so you know there was some negative plays especially in the running game uh, because of the way they they play defense and they're always attacking downhill but overall, offensively, it was very impressive. And, of course, the defense check, I think they gave up like 50 yards in the first half and <laughs> yeah. maybe one first down. Uh, they just completely dominated the game. And that, that was really the story of the game. I thought another guy, Justin Aboibe, played one of the better games yes. of his career there in the middle of the defense. He was stuffing the run. Mm -hmm. uh, he was uh, creating lanes for the linebackers to come in and make plays. Mm -hmm. uh, him and Jalen Moody were really solid in that in that game defensively for Alabama. And, you know, there's a multitude of guys that really played well. But I was really impressed with Aboibe. He really played like I thought he, he's been capable of playing his entire career. Uh, and, and I was just – the first-team offense and first-team defense for, for game one of the year – like you mentioned, they both seemed to work with such great continuity and they were so cohesive as a unit. Uh, just really impressive performance by those guys. Absolutely. And, and I know people going, you know, going to rewatch this and be like, oh, you're talking about Utah State. But yeah. Utah State, this is probably, you know, they may get a fight against Fresno, but this potentially is the only loss that they have this entire year. They're a very talented team. And I know that talent wise, they didn't match up well, but it's still an impressive feat what Alabama did. Because shutting any any team out yeah. in, in football is is very hard in this day and time because how offenses have evolved in the last ten years, you know. So right, well, well Utah State finished twenty second in the country in total offense right. last year, and they returned eight of star eight of their eleven starters from that offense. So not only are they really talented, Jake, but they were an experienced group offensively. And Alabama just, I mean, they just stonewalled them. They did. They did. I mean, you talked about that defense. That defense looked really good. Uh, like you said, I think they only had one, uh, you know, one first down. And I think that was the first pass of the game. It was, uh, yeah. Yeah, and after that. They, they, they might have had another one there. They might have had. It, right. it was. They, they scrambled, and they got the, – the, Alabama stopped them short, but they gave them like a, a yard and a half. Uh, <laughs> yeah forward progress that wasn't even real but right. anyways that's not relevant but right. uh, just just really impressive performance by the defense and you know the, the second team units uh, you know they played okay uh, like you mm -hmm. mentioned there was a little more penalties uh, once the second unit got in on each side of the ball but uh, there, there's a, one other position group that I want to point out that was that I feel really good about and we talked about it in the preseason as well with all the competition that was going on and that's at corner Jake uh yeah I think Alabama has four corners that are really capable of being starters I mean Kool-Aid was good Eli Ricks looked really good Kyrie Jackson looked really good you know mm -hmm. Taron Arnold gave that first pass up by the game but he was in great position it was just yeah. a really good throw and a really good catch by their guy 
Uh, just I, I feel like Alabama's in really good shape at corner right now. Oh, yeah. I, I think defensively, uh, with the emergence of, you know, if, if Borgby, like you said, has the kind of game each and every week like he had this week instead of taking weeks off, that defensive front is going to be really great. The linebacking core is already great. That secondary has got some great players as well. So, you know, I, I'm not I'm not really worried about the defense this year, you know, because they're loaded. They, they really are. Chris Braswell played a ton of snaps mm-hmm. uh, and played really well. Uh, Jaheim Otis got in there a good bit and, and yeah. played some. And uh, so I, I'm really excited about what this defense is going to look like moving forward. And they're going to have a big test next week yeah. uh, because, you know, Steve Sarkeesian is going to throw everything at Alabama. And we'll talk about that on our on our preview show against the Longhorns. But uh, mm-hmm. as far as, uh, you know, this, this Utah State game, Utah State game, Jake, uh, just mm-hmm. – there's not much you can say. Look, I know it's Utah State. They are a solid group of five teams, Jake. They're one of the better group of five teams, if we're being right. honest. But uh, Alabama made it look like, you know, uh, a cakewalk against those guys. And, mm-hmm. you know, even, even Blake Anderson, Utah State's head coach, said it's, you know, the best team he's seen in 30 years of coaching. And, you know, he's, I'm sure he's seen a lot of good teams. He was in Tuscaloosa a couple of years ago when Alabama – dominated Arkansas State 57 to 7. So yeah. he's seen a lot of good football teams and for this to be, you know, uh, one of the best he's ever seen is, is quite the compliment and uh, I don't think he's just, you know, I don't think that's just coach speak either. Exactly. And um, you know, I I want to say two two more things. I got to give love to Jalen Milro. Jalen Milro looks like he's, you know, going to be that next great quarterback at Alabama once his turn comes up. He, he looked really good or not. He did underthrow uh, Christian Leary, you know, one pass, but other times he was spot on. He, he looks really good and can scramble uh, as well. And the other thing is, uh, man, when they uh, before the game started, Will Anderson has put on 40% more bo- upper body power. The dude don't need to get any stronger, <laughs> you know. I'm sure other teams are like, my God, this dude's already rocked this last year. Now he's got more upper body strength, you know, than last year. It's unfair. I don't think this dude is human. <laughs> no. And, you know, Dallas Turner didn't really put up a lot of big numbers, but he was so disruptive throughout he the, was. the game, Jake. He was – I mean, he was in the backfield constantly just mm-hmm. ma- making plays. And uh, I'm telling you, this was a really good performance. And, you know, we talked about the defense heading into the season, how they had a chance to be really special. And they got off to a great start. And, uh, you know, th- we're going to find out a lot more about this team next week because, you know, Texas has a great – you know, we know what Steve Sarkeesian is. And we're going to talk about mm-hmm. that on our preview show. But we're going to learn a lot about this album of defense because there's not going to be many offenses that Alabama faces this year that has the – uh, the play calling that Texas has. I mean, mm-hmm. they have the best running back that we're probably going to face all year in, in Bijan Robinson. So, right. um, Bijan, I should say. Bijan. And he's a stud. So, yeah. we'll talk about that in the Texas preview show. But uh, this defense is off to a great start. You know, despite the offense putting up 41 points in the first half, you know, the rushing attack was not quite there the whole game. Had some big runs from both Bryce Young and Jameer Gibbs. Jason McClellan broke a, a pretty decent run. Uh, Roydell had a run of around 10 yards one time. So, uh, there was, you know, it was a hit and miss on, on the running game. But uh, and, and Bryce missed a couple deep balls that he wished he could take back. But right. you know, other than that, Jake, it was a really good performance all the way around for Alabama. Uh, special teams did allow that punt to get blocked, which I'm sure is something that the coaching staff is not going to be happy with when they. You know, I'm sure they've already reviewed the film. But um, 
uh, that that's going to be taken care of rather quickly, I imagine. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, I when it, when that you know block happened, I was like, dang, there goes the shutout because I just assumed that right. You know, they would have at least get the field goal, but they went for it on fourth down, and the defense stepped up and and made a great play. You know, on I, I, in that I, series. So yeah, I'll say this on the third down defense is so important, Jake. And, mm-hmm. and you know, you can give up yardage on first and second down as long as you stop them on third down. I think on third and fourth down conversions. Uh, Utah State was a combined five of twenty-one. You're going to win right. a lot of football games when you when you don't allow teams to pick up their third down opportunities or fourth down opportunities. So, really good job by the defense. Uh, they just stonewalled Utah State for the entire contest and really made it difficult on them all the way around. They couldn't run it. And one thing I'll say that Jake, I, I don't understand. Look, they're they're a really well coached team, but why did they try so many runs right up the gut? I don't know that that kind of confused me. I, I think by the second quarter they had conceded that they had yeah. no chance to win because I mean there was there was literally one possession there was three straight plays where it was the same handoff right up the middle and the same thing happened every time they got stuffed at the line of scrimmage. Yeah, I think it was in maybe the early part of the second quarter. Yeah, it was third and eleven. Yeah, and and again that just shows how they respect you know Dallas Turner and Will Anderson. That much that they don't want their quarterback to get murdered by that, them. And that's a great point. That's probably, yeah. you know, what was going through their head. Look, it's third and 11. To pick up the first down, we're going to have to have really good protection, and we have no shot of blocking Dallas Turner and, and Will Anderson long enough to to pick this up. Let's just hand it off right. and, and count our losses and move on to the next possession. But yeah. uh, really good win by Alabama. It's a good way to start the season. Uh, a shutout. You don't get many shutouts nowadays. Uh, and and I, no. that crazy stat, Jake, they've had 24 since I don't even remember. I don't know if it was Coach Saban's first year or, or since 2009, something like that. But 10 more than the next closest team. Yeah. Just incredible. I mean, that's it really is. incredible. It is. It, it's crazy how how dominant this, you know, the, the teams of years past have been. But, but this one truly has a chance to be special. Yep, you know they've got that it factor, and, and it's, you know last year's team kind of didn't have that it factor. This year's team does. Yeah, I agree with you. And we talked yeah. about the it factor mm-hmm. probably at, after week one of last year. I, I don't right. really remember, but we talked about that all season last year. Well, they just seemed like they were missing something. Not that mm-hmm. they wasn't a really good football team. They obviously were. They played for the national championship with a depleted roster, but. Um, uh, this year's version looks a little different. The defense was so physical. I mean, just mm-hmm. everybody was playing ferocious, and uh, it was a lot of fun to watch. And I think this team's going to be a lot of fun to watch for the entire season. Absolutely. And they just had a couple press conferences before we got on here. Uh, and I remember seeing what Will Anderson said, and and that's the mentality this defense has. But he said, you know, we go out there and try to – not let anybody score. That is our mentality each and every week. So as long as you keep that mentality, you're going to have a great defense. And and he is the the true leader of the defense. Him and Jordan Battle. So if they if they have a chance to lead this this defensive team to be one of the best ever in Alabama history, no doubt about it. Well, Jake, if you don't have anything else to add, I think that can kind of wrap up this uh, Utah State preview. Mm-hmm. We can now move on to Texas here, just to just a little bit, but really excited to start the season 1-0 with a shutout. Great yeah. performance by Alabama all the way around. But if you're not already, hit that subscribe button, hit that notification bell, give this video a thumbs up, and help it reach 100 likes. But for Stacy Blackwood and Jake Thomas, this has been Tide Talk Live. Until next time, roll tide. Roll tide.